Well, hello everybody and welcome to the mid-season finale of Helicator, the Age of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast. Your podcast that covers everything that is Age of S.H.I.E.L.D., Agent Carter, and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm one of your hosts, Andy B., as always. Uh, if you're a new, new listener to the show, welcome. And if you're an old listener, welcome back. And with me are my co-hosts, uh, Nikki Amy and um, Dan Schmidt. Hello. Hey guys, how's it going? Last night. Woo! Yes. But before we get to that, we have some... We're just going to speed through these S.H.I.E.L.D. news and Agent Carter news. Okay, so Stan Lee to cameo on Agent Carter in episode 4, apparently. Yay! Uh, Stan Lee accidentally uh, let, let word slip at, during um, uh, a panel that he did with Ke- Kevin Smith that uh, he's going to be on Agent Carter for a cameo. And he's going to be most likely in episode 4. Uh, it sounds like he, is, he has shot the cameo at least but by now, so it could be a different episode. But he at least he's at least shot it. So that's and look, it's not a surprise. He's Stanley. He gets to be in in anything which he deserves. But it's still cool to know that it's gonna happen anyway. Because look, he's getting older, so you know it's you never know. But I'm happy he's gonna be in it. But the thing I think we yes. need to talk about is hours before the finale aired last night, the amazing Natalie Abrams from Entertainment Weekly had a nice scoop for us. And even though, you know, we've been speculating and going back and forth about this topic and we knew that it was somewhat going to happen, we got the confirmation. There, There is going to be an, an official tie-in between Marvel's Age of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Marvel's Avengers Age of Ultron. They didn't, they didn't say yes. when. It was an interview with uh, Jed Whedon and Myrtle Tancheron uh, where they said that... Um, that you know, because you know, because the Avengers films, they bring in all of them together, and uh, you, you know, bring all the movies to get get and what and whatnot. The show is also going to be affected in some capacity. So, and um, they didn't. Tangerone said something in forms of that, Cap, you know, no other movie like Captain America two will be ever be able to have such an impact on their show, uh, but they're still going to have some connections and whatnot. I don't agree with that. I think that if you have Coulson actually reveal himself to the Avengers saying that, yeah, I'm alive, so anyone want to fix my car, Lola? She's been kind of dead for a couple of years, uh, months, or whatnot. <laughs> but uh, no, but that's something big, too. So I don't really agree with Marissa on that point. I, 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 dis- I, respect, I respectfully disagree with Marissa, but um, I can see where she's coming from. But I think it's official. And, uh, it's, yeah, it's official. It's, it's amazing that we finally have the official confirmation. And look, you guys know that, I, um, to our listeners, you know that I've been having some problems with the way that they're marketing this show. Yes. I think that they could do a much better job because, you know, it, look, Marvel Studios is right now the, like the top, one of the top three most successful studios and franchises of all time. So you kind of figure that with a TV show, it should not be that hard. But... Whatever, but at least they did this, and I, I'm glad that Natalie Abrams, you know, that someone yeah. as great as her got to break this, and that she, got, you know, that look, th- these reporters, Natalie Abrams, Leslie Goldberg, Matt Mitovich, and so on, they're doing such an amazing job promoting the show with their websites and stuff. So it's it's really nice to we, that we got something like this before the finale because this will give us something to chew on for the next three months. Of course, we, we will have more casting announcements and more teases about what's coming up, but. This is something big. People can now talk about it. They can officially speculate and go back and forth between it. And, and yeah, uh, brief thoughts from you guys. Dan, let's start with you. What do you think about this uh, official news? Well, I really feel like that the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. 
called this show or the Secret Warriors now, based on the reveals we got in the episodes and whatnot. And in the storyline Secret Invasion, if you guys read comic books, the the big thing of that story was crap hit the fan for the superheroes yeah. and the Secret Warriors saved showed up to save the day. So I'm still convinced that's what's going to happen. Could Age of Ultron? They're kind of denying that till they're blue in the face. But I think it would be a nice switch. Got what happened with regarding Coulson in the first movie. Yeah. So that would be cool. Again, also, I just think that this was excellent timing on this news. Cause especially with the reveals we got in the S.H.I.E.L.D. episode. Because they can all connect. Because cause certain characters whose identity revealed is technically an Avenger. So it wouldn't be out of place if she were to show up in the movie. In Age of Ultron or um, the, the next Avengers movie? In, in, in Age of Ultron, the next okay. Avengers movie. Or the Inhumans. I, I think it's it's feasible now. And and Nikki, what do you think about this? Um, honestly, I wasn't surprised. And none um, of us were, but you know, just on the I fact was just that like, we have it. Okay, it's nice. It's nice to have confirmation. So it it leaves a lot of questions in the air and a lot of uh, room for speculation, which I think a lot of people will enjoy speculating on how we're going to tie it tight in. Um, my goal is, as always, is to get Coulson back in the cinematic in the film universe of marvel um so i'm hoping he shows up i'm really really want that um and anything that impacts you know the world that has to do with the superheroes is going to impact shield just because that's what they do you know um so i i can see it affecting the show i don't know what kind of impact it's going to have on the on age of ultron though um, if they bring Coulson back or at least, uh, you know, kind of reveal that S.H.I.E.L.D. is back and running, I think that will probably be what happens. I don't think it'll make a huge dent in Age of Ultron. I think it'll, it will give everybody new information that will lead us into the next wave, to the next phase. It will make both stronger both the show and uh, Age of Ultron and the rest of the films if we have S.H.I.E.L.D. back in those universes. Yep. But how about we talk about this said finale and guys, <sighs> warning, 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 spoiler alert. There, you know, look, we're not going to hold back anything. Um, right. If you haven't seen this episode, you go, you go to iTunes or Hulu or whatnot and buy the episode or, or you know, Pay for it and watch it, and then you come back and listen to this episode, helicopterpodcast.com. So, okay, we called it all. We all called it. Everyone, like, I know that every podcast are out there. Like, you know, when, I think Fantastic Geek and Welcome to Level 7 and Enough Said Podcast, and, like, anyone I know called this. But you know what? F it. I don't care. This was the best episode of the whole series. Agreed. I agree. Yeah. Even though we knew it was coming, it was executed very well. Oh, it, yeah. it really was. It They... They handled each reveal so naturally; it all felt very organic. And look, here's the thing: I've, I've said it so many times, off air, in articles, on TV Remind, and on this podcast, that the thing that I always wanted for this show was for it to be a Marvel show. It doesn't have to have huge characters from the comic book, but you know, bring in you know, bring in those small characters that you will never use in the movies anyway, and. 
look, we need to jump straight, you know, because this is Sky's episode. Look, I know Colton is the main character of the whole show, but Sky took it all, and she, well, she, first of all, she deserved that, and secondly, yeah. This show is now leading the Marvel universe. Now it's not. It's no longer that. Oh, how is Age of Ultron gonna affect Shield? No, Shield is the one now that is gonna have major impact on the movies. Right. And um, Sky, and the Doctor, mm. Daisy Johnson, and Mr. Hyde. I'm so <laughs> effing happy with this reveal because look, they, look, Dad. You remember yes. me in season one. I wanted this. I wanted Daisy Johnson on this show since yes. season one. And look, I haven't. Yes. I've I've only read like one or two comments with her. But like, look, I've studied her so much, and I love her background. And I think she is a perfect. She's a very character. popular character. She well, she's gonna be now. Like, look, they're, they're gonna Even probably feature. So now, but yeah. And maybe this is gonna explain why you know we won't we haven't seen Sky in the the new Shield book. I know it's gonna come out soon by Mark Way, but there you know, there was some. Concerns on um, from fans of the TV show why characters like Sky and Ward weren't featured in, um, uh, for example, the first couple of uh, covers for that sh- for that comic, uh, and maybe this is why. Maybe in the in that universe, uh, in that in the comic universe, Sky has always been Daisy Johnson. But I but, but you know what we here talking about the TV show. I'm gonna be selfish and start first because I want really want to talk about this. I was so shaky when i was watching her you know the dad and the daughter come together again because the way chloe bennett was able to just capture sky's fear without showing it was mind-blowing because look she, you know you, you saw on her hands and her eyes that sky daisy just wanted to freak out and it was you know what okay i will let's do this instead Dan, what did you think about the whole thing? The, you know, though I was, I knew the Inhumans thing was coming. I kind of had a vibe about Mister Hyde. I had forgotten that he was Daisy's father in the comic books. I actually went back and looked that up after I watched the episode, just to confirm. I kind of forgot about that. And again, I knew the Inhumans thing was coming. I did have, I had no idea that they were going to connect that to the idea of Daisy Johnson. Come, I remember we had talked about, you know, Daisy Johnson, us wanting her to be on the show. Um, I had forgotten that they could connect that so easily to the Inhumans thing. Because we didn't really throw her name around this season, and I'm glad that they gave us what we wanted because it added something a little bit extra to it. So that was very exciting. And again, Chloe Benny gave a great performance. Guy really bashed on the character of Sky when the show first came out. And they've brought her a long way to make her a very likable character and someone we want to get behind and root for. Because this is a step farther in that. And, uh, you know, I agree with you because I, well, I was never against Sky that much as, as a character. I, I remember that I was. So, you know, sometimes she was annoying, sometimes I really loved her, but it's. She's been so flawless, yeah, for for a whole whole year now. Go ahead, agree. But um, but Nikki, what did you think about um, Sky and her father? 
it was a very creepy vibe because the doctor or Cal, as we now know, is kind of a creeper. Uh, so I just, mm-hmm. I kind of got like the, like, like the squicks, like, Oh, don't touch her. Don't touch her. You don't deserve to touch her <laughs> kind of thing. But Kyle McLaughlin just played that so beautifully. And I think he's such a great actor. I was able to put my, my love of him as an actor aside and just go, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. He's going to touch her. Um, so it takes a lot to like overcome for a lot of actors. It takes a lot to overcome kind of the roles you're known for. Like he's kind of always been agent Dale Cooper for me just because that's the, when I for um, second saw him, I'd seen him in Dune first before Twin Peaks. Um, so he, he totally wiped any Dale Cooper memories away. Um, I'm not surprised that she's Daisy. Um, I will agree that at the beginning of the show, last se- the first season, her character was probably the weakest link. I don't think that was Chloe's fault. You are the weakest link? <laughs> I don't think that was Chloe's fault. I think that was the writers not quite knowing how to write her. And the, and I the progression and how much stronger she got, both as an actress and as a character, is a tribute to to Chloe and to the writers because they finally kind of went, okay, this is who we want her to be. Um, I'm curious. I would be curious to know if this is what they'd planned from the beginning is her being Daisy. Um, so I-, I think it's great. I love that they're tying it into the comics. Daisy Johnson is a character I really liked in the comics. Um, and I, I think the level of restraint that not only Chloe showed as an actress, but Sky as a character exhibited towards uh, her quote unquote father. Cause sorry, your father, he may have biologically been related to her, but he didn't raise her. And to me, there's right. a lot to be said about uh, being a father. And, uh, and that's, I think kind of how Sky feels is like, you may have, I may be genetically related to you, but you were never, my father. Um, so the fact that he's Mr. Hyde makes a lot of sense. And I did like Dan did, I did go back and kind of do some research last night after I stopped crying. Yeah. Okay. We, oh, yeah. I hear it in her <laughs> but, that, Okay. We, we will get, but, um, yeah, I think that she definitely exhibited emotion when talking about her mother, the tears were kind of, she was trying so hard to keep the tears in but you could see her eyes water getting very full. Um, and she did not want to show her father, that man weakness. And then uh, everything that happened with her afterwards, especially what went down with Ward, that, oh, that was my girl. So very impressed. And I'm even more excited for this season to come back. I'm like, I can't wait two and a half months. It's not well, fair. Did. And even with Sky and Coulson yeah. afterwards, when he was beat down like that, and oh man, oh, that was God. that was yeah, that talk at the heartstrings. Uh, because he really has been that, like what a father is supposed to be. Yeah, for her, even in the short time that they've known each other, he's been the one who supported her and disciplined her. And you know, I don't think he thinks of himself as her father, but I think. Um, he's incredibly protective of her and 
looks out for her as if she were his daughter. Um, but on a, and he's more emotionally involved with her, I think, than he is with other members of the team. Yeah. Maybe because he sensed that there was something special about her. I'm not, you know, I just think her her chemistry with both Kyle McLaughlin and and uh, Clark was very, I mean, was incredible. Well, and it's kind of cool now because, you know, uh, Coulson is such a fanatic of superheroes. It's <laughs> yeah. kind of cool that he gets the mold one now. Yeah, he, he really does. And I think it's going to take a lot of time for even what the doctor said for them to trust her or Raina yeah. said, you know, you know, you're going to be something different. You're going to be something new. Nobody's going to understand you. I think Colson will understand her. Yeah. I think may will too, to a certain extent. I don't no, I, I don't think may will be able to relate to that. Um, as much really? as Colson. I think she'll be supportive. I don't think she'll, it'll change how she feels about sky, but I think this based on everything that they've seen, I think this is, this is the exact group of people that you want in your life when something like this happens. Yeah. So here's what I want to say about this. And now that I have you know, a few seconds to think about it, I I loved that. I really liked that. And one of the things I really loved about Mr. Hyde is the fact that he, and this is going to sound so odd, but hey, that's what I always do every week. But the thing is, he doesn't, He's not a villain in my eyes. He, this is a man who lost his wi- wife yep. in a brutal way. Like, look, the w- when he was describing it, I'm so glad, thankful that they didn't cut to that flashback because I was expecting at any second then that they were gonna go, you know, cut back and forth between, you know, between him finding the body and you know, crying about it while telling Sky about it. So I'm glad they didn't do that. But like when he was talking about it and you, you know, so you saw Sky's reaction. That was such intense moments with that show and look i i was joking last night that oh look two minutes into uh already in the episode it's already intense yep sounds like either shield because it gets like it gets intense and it gets intense real fast but oh, yeah but the but thing, last last night they maintained that intensity all the way to the end to me i just i wanted to see more and if the, if i had anything to nitpick about it said i would have wanted to see more of them but the f- good thing was that they didn't kill him off because Look, I thought for a second that Coulson was just gonna go for it, um, but the he whole reveal, the whole re- well, he shot Whit- uh, Whithall. He deserved Whithall deserved it. Well, but, but, but no, yeah. no, 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 no. Look, let's look at Coulson as a whole character. Coulson rarely kills. Yeah, he only does when absolutely necessary. Therefore, it was absolutely necessary because what- Coulson would have shot him in the leg otherwise. Why did he do that? Mr. Hyde would kill him anyway. Because he and did. He, he said, I killed him to save you from taking right. another one. Oh, by the way, his reaction was like, um, you're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. And he's, like, and he's, like, and he's like, ooh, she, I'm going to be wiped. But uh, but no, I just loved the whole reveal. And it was just so subtle that you know he just said, you know, I will be here for you, Daisy. And then he just walked away. Yeah. And he, he sat, he, he named the song. And then also... You know, and he, you know, and all, even though we did, he he didn't say his full name. He did say Cal, and it's been confirmed that he is Mr. Hyde. Um, Hi, my name, my name is Cal. I was like, oh my god, it is Mr. Hyde, and then I was like, oh my god, that's the creepiest introduction I've ever seen. <laughs> best best day ever. <laughs> I, fi- I think it was trending. Marvel way. 
Poor with Sky. him being a villain that we can sympathize with. Yeah, but, that, but I don't really look at him as a villain, sadly, because I just look at him as a tragic Wait, dad. Supposed to with Marvel villains. Well, people like Malik. Hiddleston was quoted as like the great thing about Marvel is they make their heroes flawed and their villains heroic. Not yeah. not all of them, and Malik. Not all of. Them. All the Iron villains have so far been disappointing. Uh, like as you know, like you know, they're just straight on villains. Uh, and Malachi, you know, was no better. You know, the only ones I've cared about is really Loki and Winter Soldier. Yeah, uh, they're the two best villains. But but anyway, going well, back to the show, has done it really well. They have. Yeah. Some t- well, with Whitehall. Whitehall was just completely evil. Yeah, he he was evil, and right. he would have done what to Sky what he did to her mother. So and. The doctor knew that, and he was like, "I'm not gonna let him do it again, and I want revenge for what he did to my wife." And then Coulson was trying to protect someone who didn't want to be protected. Really, I was like, "You know what? He's dead. You can do whatever you want to him now." Yeah, but yeah, it's even though it's nine p, it's on a nine p.m. slot. I. We still can't go that far. We're but, not. They weren't going to show it. But, but and, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, let's just go back now and focus, <laughs> because I, to me, watching this episode and I watched it, you know, three times since last night. It's, I and I said this on Twitter and a lot of people responded to this with retweets and you know, you know, saying that they agreed. But look at what Jeffrey Bell was able to do in just twenty minutes of the damn episode. Yeah. Cool, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Like, where has he been this whole season? Waiting to write this Writing episode. this episode. <laughs> but I just think that it was a great decision by, you know, and I want to look at Marvel as a whole now that they actually allowed. And, and your question, by the way, Nikki, before, you know, was it always planned for, for Sky to be Daisy? Well, according to the producers, and look, you know, sometimes, you know, producers just say things, you know, just to make themselves look good. But, you know, I, I can genuinely believe that they actually looked at Sky from day one of they wanting them to wanting her to be Daisy Johnson, um, because they did say that they were waiting for, for getting the the the, the get go basically. So I believe yeah. them that they said that I, we had plans. Oh, wait, wait, Nikki. Uh, we had always plans to make Sky Daisy Johnson, but we were waiting, and uh, and she was. I think she was actually planned to be several characters, but Daisy was the first one on their list, and I'm glad that they because look. Kevin Feige, if you're listening, what the f do you need Daisy Johnson for? Like, you know, she is a good character, but look, you're not, you're never gonna make a movie about Daisy Johnson. You're never gonna, uh, you're not gonna have, you know, until now, you're not gonna, until that point, before she was revealed as Daisy, you know, you, you were never gonna even use Sky in your movies anyway, so or Daisy Johnson, because you're focusing on so many other characters, which is, you know, I, I respect that, but. Daisy jo- characters like Daisy Johnson and Mockingbird, they, you can you can have it on the TV shows, and um, yeah, and I and I just like the fact that they there's been a plan this whole time. Um, all they had to wait for was just getting the get go. So I do believe them, and I think that it's good that they actually went for that. That they uh, that they had so so many big plans, and that's why once again I feel so sorry for Shield in its first half of uh, season one because they had to hold back so many things. And now look. We have we had any bad episodes this like you know some have, some oh. of them have been better than others but it's like generally whenever we walk away from these recordings we're generally happy with most episodes that we've watched right we want to keep watching it's yeah and and it's like yeah of course there might be some nitpicking here and there there might be some you know 
you know, Andy going like, where's my bag, she, and so on. But yeah, it's, you know, it's been a great season so far. And it's now I'm actually getting worried. How are they going to top this? But, you know, we will get to that. But well, you got a big movie coming up to build up to. Yeah. So that should help them a lot. The thing I worked really well with Captain America. I keep looking at the schedule. Yeah, I I agree with that. But the thing I keep looking at the schedule is that okay, twelve episodes, Mars third. I'm assuming at this point that there won't be a single hiatus, because otherwise, if they have a hiatus in the middle of that run, some episode is going to end up, you know, some of these episodes are going to end up being aired during the end of May, and I don't want that to be that far. But I think the plan is to light up with the movie as best they can. Can't they just do like to take you know four of these episodes and make them into you know one what week they will have two episodes air as a two hour event and then and some, cool. some weeks late a few weeks later they can air two more episodes as a as a two hour event but the thing is then you know it will go nine to eleven p.m. on a, on a Tuesday night is that really a good move? But hey, wait a minute! They just canceled all their comedies anyway. Yes, they did. So they technically can they can do that. But that's going up against the Flash. Oh crap! Uh, okay, this is why DC versus Marvel can sometimes be daunting. But let's. There's another thing. Especially when you cover both shows. Good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I. Yeah. But um, anyway, Ages of Inhumans, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, the city <laughs> oh yes. like i nerd gas times yes. a billion then oh, crystals was awesome. can i have that crystal can i buy it <laughs> you want yes. to you, you want to become an inhuman well i don't know if, yeah, i don't think that's you guys, oh, you, oh you just want to look at it be like oh it's so shiny well it's right out of the comic books i mean right we'll like talk about really, that like, how do you feel okay no god i said it's like they reached into the the comic book frame and pulled it out. Yeah. How did you feel about the introduction of um, the Inhumans into the MCU, Dan? It was it was very, very well executed. Um, and I mean, again, I liked how it had the extra layer of Sky B Daisy Johnson. Right. I mean, that was an extra bonus that I really enjoyed. Okay, the introduction of the Inhumans, I mean, it had all the elements of everything we've seen from that world. I mean, you got the mist, you had the crystal, you had the... What, what are the... What, what did Mac become? That we, uh, we the sentry. About? Like a sentry. The sentry. Like a guard. I mean, that, that was part of it. I mean, we didn't see the city. I think that's something they're going to save for the Inhumans movie. But the map, the, but, but, but the blueprints we got, that is Adeline, right? Right. Yeah, that, yeah, that was accurate. Okay, okay. Well, then we, at, least, at least then we've had Adeline somewhat on the show. Yeah, and I, I don't think we'll see getting more of it after that until maybe the movie, because I think it's more going to focus on Sky adjusting to her powers to what she is. Right, I think that they'll be trying to want to get everybody out of there as fast as they can and not spend more, any more time in the in the cave in the tunnels but Nikki how did you you feel about it 
I was just totally blown away. I just thought I, when those crystals came out of the obelisk, I was like, yes, Terrigen crystals. And I, you know, seeing them come to life and seeing what they actually can do was just very, very cool. And I, I loved how Raina was kind of, so single-minded so focused and so determined like she was like she's always wanted to be something special she's always wanted to like she's always craved the ability the abilities that like the mutants have or that anybody with and that's kind of been her journey on the show is like she wants knowledge and when they were turning to what we thought was like turning to stone which turned out to kind of be more like a cocoon in my opinion. It was very like they changed after when they came out of it and seeing what happened to her. I was like, I don't know if she got what she wanted exactly, but well, she kind of disappeared. Very... She just like vanished. Like, you know, we saw her. Well, and th- th- well, you know, we, you what, what, we saw, what, what we saw was so like almost beautiful, even though it was a little creepy. And then she just, we don't know what happened because they didn't. They focused on the two other characters in the room after that because those are the characters we would focus on if we were there. Like those are the people we would want to protect. I just thought, you know, Raina's. It might be a case of be careful what you wish for. And which I, is classic I mean, Marvel as well. Exactly. So I don't think she expected what happened to her to happen. Um, but I thought it was like her journey to becoming something unique has really kind of jumped light years over everything what she expected. <laughs> but that Could whole you think room... that'll make her jealous of Sky? But how do uh, we know that it was a I bad think... thing for her? Right. Well I don't know if she'll I mean I think the quills kind of uh those spiky things coming out of her skin, she might not be too pleased about. Um, Do you know what I was thinking about though when I saw that? There is is a rain, you know, if it, it goes along with the character from the comics, the Raina character in the comics. So um, not the quills, but becoming something like that. But um, I love that whole scene in the room with when the, how the walls closed and that circular room. And putting the obelisk floating into place, it kind of reminded me of a scene in The Fifth Element, which is one of my favorite movies, uh, where you have to, where they had to put the stones in, in onto each pedestal, and it really reminded me of that. And then watching that thing open, I was like, "Oh, special effects budget has gotten bigger, because that looks awesome." Um, but it, it that whole scene was just gut wrenching for me because I was worried about Sky, and then when Trip made it into the room, I, you know, it just, I can't even go there. Okay, yeah, we will get there, but one thing I, Dan, maybe you can help me understand this. The Terrigen Mist, wasn't it supposed to go, like, all over the world and, if you know, and activate all these inhumans? Or, like, how come it was just inside of that room? Well, it, it's really, it, it affected a small group of people the Terrigen Mist. Because my understanding was that it, you know, the the Kree came down, collected a group of people, could use the crystal that we saw in the episode of the Obelisk, 
to change them into inhumans. Because mm-hmm. they had always been living within the city, kind of hiding from the rest of the world. That's kind of how I thought it worked. And then they kept the crystal under their protection. Yeah. And there's been stories where people have gone down there and tried to get it, because it's affected them or given them powers. Like one story that comes to mind is Quicksilver um, mm-hmm. was married to Crystal, who is one of the Inhumans. And he went down there and stole the crystal, and then that made him more powerful and almost dangerous. And so they, you know, there's there's been things like that where it's just whoever comes in contact with the crystal gets affected. I don't think it's something that spreads all over the world. Right. Plus, it sealed wrong. up. It sealed up that room. Before oh right. It, right. Exactly. So, I just thought it was just going to be some like big cloudy smoke that's coming out of you know that crystal. But but like I said, I I'm not familiar with Inhumans as well as they should be. I might get into it now because you know of the show, but. But we do learn later in the episode that there are more crystals out there. But we will get to that in a bit. Because that because you know, look, overall, that in the whole introduction of the inhumans with Reina and Sky being inhumans, and you know what's so funny? In the comic book Daisy isn't inhuman. In the comic books Reina is a mutant. They've basically used it inhumans to basically say, Oh, if you're super, you're inhuman. Well, they can't use mutant, they gotta use something. Yeah, so... Yeah, but okay. It works. It solves the problem. It's better yeah, well, than saying they're special or gifted or whatever yeah. goofy names Or, or freaking miracles! Miracles, yes, that's it. So bad I forgot what it was. We're trying um, to forget what it is. But does yeah. that mean that they're going to say that Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver are in humans? I think... Wait a minute. But... Look, maybe because they don't know to work. wait. Just because they said in miracles one time in in Winter Soldier, and uh, because they didn't, didn't say humans, that means that they are not. Look, I think that no, they could... because they're not in humans in the comic book. Yeah, but they're... they're but but hey, in the comic books, they're a mutant. They're the the children of um, Magneto, but that's not going to be in the Marvel universe. Right, but they're, I don't think they're going to change them that much because you're really going to have fans of those characters because they have some rabid fans. I know lots of them, and they do not want them to yeah. be inhumans because I don't, it, I don't agree with it. I'm it just take, saying, is that something yeah. possible to do? But it's just another. Then you have to. Then that's another dimension you have to explore. Then you know, like okay, you we we live in a world where we have you know we have gods, rage monsters, cocky billionaires, and super soldiers, and now inhumans. But then you're going to introduce another element. I would just prefer if you're if you're special, if you have abilities. Just make them inhumans. I think that look, it's perfectly fine because look, there there is a limit to how far you want to stretch it into in the Marvel universe. Uh, this is something we should definitely do as an editorial podcast at some point. So because we need to move over and talk about. <sighs> okay. That that. The death of triplets. Okay, we knew that someone was going to die. Um, I had a hunch that someone was going to die in this episode, because aside from a villain. Because, you know, this was... Look, I've read so many... You know, and apparently a lot of journalists got to see this episode in advance and, made, and had interviews with them. So, and a lot of them were teasing that 
this was basically the biggest episode of Marvel's Age of S.H.I.E.L.D. ever. That yes. it's not going to disappoint fans, but it's going to shock them too. Uh, because, you know, we got Inhumans, we got Sky as Daisy Johnson, and the Doctor as Mr. Hyde, and we got, the you know, the defeat of Whitehall, but we had to pay a price. And, and look, to me, when I first watched the episode, I kept thinking, no, 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 he can come back, and he can come back, but then I remembered that his body just crumbled, and he was just destroyed because in the episode when he destroys the crystal by the way i thought it was a little if i won that pick i thought it was kind of too easy that he was able to just kick it because if it's an alien crystal or whatnot wouldn't it technically be stronger because of you know look they have advanced technology that humans doesn't have in you know in the marvel universe it just depends on the nature of the crystal and i think that he absolutely, it, he just kind of knocked it over. He didn't really destroy it. But I heard a smash. I heard a. Yeah, well, we saw what happened. So. But but the crystal, you know, there's so many human stories that revolve around protecting that stupid thing. Yeah, no, I, no, I don't like think it's one of those. Stupid, you mean one of those stupid things? <sighs> we don't know what's in the other one. So. Yeah. It could be yeah, that no, could be a. Maybe something else. And... Can I still think the other ones relate to the the Terra sect and those crystals yeah. floating around? But how do yeah. we? Okay, well, I think we can all say that we're obviously devastated about this stuff. Um, but look, that's the that's television for you. You know, it's, it sucked. Sorry. But it but it's it's also trademark. You know, emergence of superheroes as well. I mean, uh, wait, wait, all wait, wait, superheroes. Wait. How do you mean? All superheroes get get an amazing gift, but it comes at a terrible price sometimes. For instance, Spider-Man got the amazing gift of his abilities, but it came at the price of him losing his uncle. Gore, I mean, Superman is who he is because you know he essentially lost his the home world that he came from. You know, things like that. I mean, it's just it's trademark superhero convergence, and Sky needed to go through that as well. Yeah, because it, because it would have been... Look, here's the thing, and because some people have been asking, like, you know, well, why didn't you just kill off Lance Hunter or Mac or, you know, some of those other new characters? I said, well, the problem with that is that, look, Triple has been around since season one of the second half of that season, so you wanted to have a character that, that people, you know, had grown a fandom for, and that would, look, if that character would die, it would really make an impact on you. If well, it, it's something it, that Sky had affections for as well. Exactly. So, like, it was someone that she cared for. And look, I, I'm not going to say that she was responsible for the death of tri- Triplet. It was, you know, because that was just a freak accident. Uh, but I, I had a... No, go on. I don't hold Sky responsible for that. Um, I'm sorry. I'm just getting emotional again. Um, and I logically understand that you have to take someone away who's going to make the biggest impact that's not one of the core members of the team um because that would really like if they killed off may or Fitz or simmons or even ward it would have been like chaos in the fandom and you can't take yeah. mac and lance and bobby 
because well, Bobby, you, as... you, you can because Kevin Feige is going to then be outraged about it. I f- but I think that <laughs> like Lance could have been killed and people no. would not. Why not? It, because he's not close to Sky, and you needed someone who was close to Sky. You oh, I know, someone... I know, I know. But I said that if they wanted someone to die and would, but not have the reason to have it affect Sky, it could have been Lance. It could have been Mac. But uh, no, but I, yeah, it's. It, no, I on. just it. I just kind of sat there and just was like, no, 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 this isn't happening. When I, and I thought when Sky started to break out of her cocoon, that okay, maybe that's going to happen to Mac. And then I saw the crystals in his stomach, you know, kind of embedded in him. And and then when he started this, he started molting in a way, and his head wasn't there. I was just like, this can't be happening. I mean, I understand it from a storytelling point of view. I understand the logic behind it. You need someone who's going to uh, make, whose death will make an impact, not just on Sky, but on the whole team. And I know there was no really, really no other character they could have used. They could have done that too. And he did go out a hero. And you know, I'll well, always you know what I was remember gonna happen? him. That way. I thought he was actually going to be like you know, you know. I know that they were only activating them than humans, but I thought maybe at the very least he could become like, um, like a sent, you know, a Terrigen sent. What was it called? Terrigen sentry. Yeah. Alpha. The yeah. Yeah, like Mac. Cage dealt with. Oh my god, I was... You know how embarrassed I was? Like, after we released this episode, they announced the casting of Jessica Jones, and, you know, Christian Ritter, who's going to be amazing in a role, I think. Yes, but then they also, ta- they also talked about that there's three actors now, you know, there's one actor now who's, like, who is most likely going to be Luke Cage. And I'm like, whoops, I thought he was going to be back. But anyway... Um, it was a fun thought. It was fun to talk about the idea. Yeah, but it's it was kind of embarrassing that the same night, you know, Deadline or Marvel released that. Oh, but Bo, Jessica Jones. Oh, there's an actor rumored for Luke Cage. And I'm like, oh, crap, that's <laughs> like son of a <laughs> and stuff yeah. like that. And uh, no, but look, the the death of Triple K was just so unexpected to me. But yeah. it's gonna lead Sky into so many ways now in the next. Yeah. Half. And look, can we just talk about that transformation? Because look, when that black thing started to take her over, like you know, I even though I knew it, it's not gonna kill her; it's just gonna activate her. I started crying, and then the yeah. score just, you know, she looks ahead and like, I that was a Buffy moment for me. I feel like she well, is the Buffy of the show. Like I don't care what anyone says; she is the Buffy of the of the. Like I tweeted to Joss Whedon, "Hey, guess what, Joss? Uh, your your new Buffy is Chloe Bennett." <laughs> I just when I just instantly thought cocoon when I saw that happening, but she was looking at Trip when it started happening, and he was still alive. And then when they all come came off, and she started, and the cocoon kind of melted away, it blew off. She was still staring at him. She she hadn't and she seeing what had happened, and she was more emotionally rocked by that than she was meeting her father, and. That said a lot about that scene and about the relationship between those two characters. And well, she was almost just, flattered that he came all that way for her, right? And that now she's going to have this emotional response of he died trying to protect me. And that's the way you want a character like Trip to go out if you're going to take them out of this world. You, um, you want them to go out heroically, and. I will always be grateful that that's how they 
sorry. That's okay. That that's how he, if he was going to go, it wasn't for something stupid. It was for a good reason. It was, it was a, he was a martyr. Basically he, he died trying to protect Sky. And I think Sky will have a lot of trouble dealing with that as well as dealing with whatever has happened to her body. Because when that, I mean, that stuff just kind of shot off of her and when it finally all came off and it was just like the power from within her just kind of blew it off of her and then seeing what happened to Raina, it was like, Oh, thank God that didn't happen to Sky. She doesn't have quills and crazy eyes. <laughs> but well, and then I, you have Colson tripped on the outside too. Who doesn't know what, what the hell is going on. And then yep. that the music just I mean Bear McCurry's score for that scene just added another dimension to it. It was tragic yet beautiful. And I'm kind of glad we have a break. Not as long as break as we're getting, but I'm definitely going to need a couple weeks <laughs> to get to, to kind of watch it again and again and kind of come to terms with it. Well, I, under, I completely understand. It's, you know, and like I said, it, this is television. I, I, you know, this is how rough it can get. And yeah, but I kind of hope it, it's great television. It, was. it is great television. That. I mean, it's... Yeah, like no one was complaining about this episode. Like I've read so many critics today. They loved that. And the thing is, look, I said this uh, on Twitter. Look, I have no problem like bashing haters of shield. Um, I, to those who gave up on S.H.I.E.L.D. early on, they can go suck it because we were right. We did the right decision of staying with the show and seeing what it could become. My my best friend James, he actually posted something on Facebook last week. And he said, uh, to all those people who gave up on S.H.I.E.L.D., you don't know what you're missing. Because he was kind of at the beginning of the series going, eh, I don't know. And he's like, it is, he's like completely like just all on board and if you can get him to change his mind that's pretty powerful um because he's pretty stubborn about stuff like that but um uh i'm part of me was kind of hoping that maybe mac was or not mac but trip was a life model decoy after the teasing or this sort of teasing that koenig was doing about eric recharging his batteries <laughs> You want you wanted you wanted that to to get the reveal that that triple that went in was just a live model decoy. Yeah, or maybe they made one before he went in. And we'll still have BJ Britt, um, who was so sweet on Twitter last night. Well, maybe there'll be three of them. Could really be a triplet. <laughs> triplet triplets. Yep. But I did love I anytime. The Koenigs are on. I love Pat Oswald. I've been a huge fan of his stand-up for years, and I think he's doing such a great job. And I loved that bit about Richard, about you know, basic. And you don't know if he was kidding or not because <laughs> he said, he delivered it so just straight, and there was no wink or no ah, I'm just teasing you kind of thing. It was just like, no, he's recharging his battery, you know. It's like, okay, are you are you saying what I are think you're saying? Are you, are you literal or are you just being a jackass? But we need to talk about one last thing before we 
sign off with this episode. The new villain. Yeah, is he someone for the comics? Apparently, that's a new villain from that sh- that showed up recently in the comic books. Yeah. Okay, I'm kind of behind on that. So okay, that would make sense. I think he's. I can't remember if he's if he is in Inhumanity, which is a recent miniseries. Um, but because I, I haven't finished reading it yet. <laughs> Uh, let's see, I'm pulling up um, a link right now from comic.com that says, is the character in the midnight finale's final scene reader? And um, they say, um, the, f- the final scene of the episode briefly introduced us to a new character. We don't get a name from this character, but he's pretty distinctive, uh, being that he has no eyes. He also has his own obelisk, which glows in reaction to Sky's transformation or trigenesis. Uh, he makes a f- phone call to a certain unnamed but interested party and assures them that he got this someone new under control. It's harder to discern too much about who this person is based on a single shot, but we have an idea. The character could be the smartest cinematic universe, read, uh, cinematic ver- universe version of Reader. The, creator, the character created by Charles Soule and Ryan Stegman in the pages of Inhuman. Um, so, yeah, he's... Yeah, uh, I don't read that comic book. <laughs> I, I read the mini, or part of the miniseries in Humanity, and he wasn't in that, but... Um, According to our friend uh, Joshua at mercrate.blogspot.com, he he agrees that it's the reader, and the reader is someone who was changed, a human who was changed by the Terrigen Mist. He only had mm-hmm. he's only had a couple appearances in the newest Inhumans series, so but he there is a Marvel database on him already, so maybe he was created in the comics as. You know, maybe this is the the show influencing comics. Well, well that's, really that's, that's always to match them both up. Yeah, well, yeah. that's all they're doing a new Civil War storyline and Secret Wars. It's like, of course, that they're, the yeah. movies are starting to affect the comic side, and uh, I don't but know. I mean, if in, I'm... Crea- in the sense of creating new characters, like we've created this character, we put him in the Inhumans comic, so that people will. Have you know be familiar with him? Who read the comics? Be familiar with him on Agents of Shield. Um, there is uh, also an Inhuman with no eyes called Karnak, the Inhuman, uh, who never apparently never went into the Terrigimus, but he was trained to be able to see the fault in everything. He used this knowledge and his training in martial arts to be able to crack boulders, bring the thing to his knees, and even break land masses. So there's, there's an Inhuman cool link. Yeah, Question. so he, he could be the Question. 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 Well, because think, you have Baron von Strucker in um, Age right. of Ultron, so it can't, think, it can't be completely done. No, I think that losing, you know, what they say is you you cut one arm off, you know, to grow in its place. I think that Whitehall was just one of many leaders of Hydra, yeah. and that his role will be absorbed by maybe a new one, one new person, or a you know, a couple different. Uh, agents or hydra members i think this the hydra is far bigger than anybody suspects but i and think we, they're the fancies we, for a bigger threat 
Right. I think that they're not the overall big bad. I think they're like the consistent, like we have the, like kind of the monster of the week kind of thing, but we also have an underlying mythology like X-Files had, um, where you have some episodes are going to be finding new things and discovering who sky is. You're going to have that. But I think Hydra will always be a threat. Because we thought they weren't a threat before. We thought they were gone. And they came back probably stronger than ever. So I think Hydra is always going to be something we're dealing with. And S.H.I.E.L.D. is still persona non grata in the world. Uh, they're still considered a terrorist organization. So I think it's going to be a lot of struggle to get back uh, kind of the standing they had before Hydra reappeared. And they're still going to be fighting Hydra. I don't think anything has changed except that we're probably going to get some new, some new people. And as much as I, and I love Reed Diamond and I'm going to miss him. Uh, he changed his uh, Twitter avatar. Yes. Did you see that too? <laughs> I, I thought like, are you kidding me? You can't do it. Wait a minute. If Could he, that bring him back to life? The thing is, is that if he got all that, the thing that, kind of made him young again from Sky's mom. She didn't age. What's to say that he could he could really die forever. He could be brought back. Maybe the doctor the doctor might mom died. She couldn't did she yeah after she after he tore her apart. Oh that's true. That's true. So it took what was it took what he wanted. I mean he removed things from her. But I think what I'm kind of hoping and what I kind of think is the doctor will bring him back <laughs> to torture him. Oh my gosh. The doctor will like save his life and, I, and bring him. Cause really he really think... wants him to be alive when he does that. Yeah. I really think that Baron Von Strucker guys should be involved in the second half of the season. Yeah, I think he's coming in the place just so we can I... get to know him better as a villain than what he's like because i just don't know if there's going to be enough time with developing ultron and all of that i don't see i still don't understand why he's in that i still don't understand why he's in the movie well it was to establish uh that hydra was back and they were conducting experiments it was it was like reaffirming and kind of showing just how deep hydra went and that they have the miracles Mm. Uh, I think they're going to have to go to Hydra for help in stopping Ultron. I think uh, Ultron's going to be a problem for everybody. Well, yeah, he is. I don't know if they would go to Hydra, but I don't know. Uh, me I neither. Think I don't think I, they would go, I think, go to Hydra. I think, I think they want to stop Ultron. I think Hydra yeah, but they will not. They will not work together. They, they will not won't work, work together. together. They're working separately, but to achieve the same thing, which is the end of Ultron. There you go. That makes uh, sense. But they'll just they'll just do it. In completely different ways, and they'll do it for their own their own uh, benefits. Uh, I don't know if we'll see them in the film, though. That's the thing is that that's introducing a lot into one film. That's already got a lot going on. Uh, but if they tie that into, if that's how they tie it into the show, then that's that would be a really interesting way to go. It's like have the have Hydra stay on Shield. Because we've had them in the films. We know they're back. I think that has to be addressed. The fact that S.H.I.E.L.D. is gone and Hydra is back. Uh, yeah. 
but I don't know how involved Hydra will be because of everything else going on. And Joss is a master of, you know, different of having multiple storylines. Mm-hmm. I don't think he could have that many because of because you're. Yeah, in, I don't want it to happen. You're introducing Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch and the Vision and Ultron and you're battling Ultron. You also have Hulkbuster and Hulk going off the reservation for a bit. Yeah, Civil War set up. You got well, set I up think for Ultron Civil is going to be designed to combat Hydra. Good replace it's, of Iron Man. Um, guys, by, by the way, we, uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you again, but we had to go back to the Shield discussion because it's we're getting off time, and that also because you know we're starting to run out of time. Well, but it's, we yeah, will de- it's all connected. But, That's just why it's. And, so easy to <laughs> It's, you know how many I made a joke several times on Twitter last night saying that I can literally hear Jeff Loeb jumping up and down on his couch saying it's all connected okay. um, it's so hard not for your brain not to go there yeah well, that's, it's his fault because he's always like but wouldn't that be cool isn't, isn't okay. that all connected Never mind. he's done it to everybody it's a plague Nikki I know by the way I've seen her. Oh, okay, wasn't sure. Like, I was like one of the first people that she just, Nikki just sent me a text of uh, Raina from the comic book. But I remember I was like one of the first people like when the casting came out that she was gonna that Ruth Negga was gonna play Raina. I googled Raina. I said, well, but "That's a character in the comic book. Why isn't everyone Why isn't everyone making a fuss?" And I'm like, "Oh, she uh, she is a mutant." But uh, but you know they could just you know make it inhuman because look that's the answer answer to everything. Um. But overall, that's Fox's fault, aren't you? Yep. At least Fox is not as screwed up right now as Sony. And ooh, did he just say that? Oh, yes, he did. Oh, all those hack attacks. It's Sony. Just give Marvel back Spider-Man before you end up losing the rights to him and by hackers. Um, but <laughs> I'm so evil. But overall, there's nothing. There's nothing to complain about this finale. It was flawless. It was one of the best written episodes of the whole series. One of the best, most well performed episodes. You know, we had great performers like Chloe Bennett really shine. Like she got, she you know, even though you know we had Fitzsimmons, we had Bobby and uh, Hunter, and actually for once I was not irritated by Bobby and Hunter's relationship. I was like, fine, she will be with Hawkeye later. I don't know. And um, I, I, I still think that they're going for Mockingbird and Hawkeye later in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I don't think Lance Hunter will be her um, final issue. It's not going to be the end game. I think Lance Hunter will either die or he will become the director of Strike. I would actually prefer if he became the director of Strike because then he has a prominent role in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. Uh, I, but Flawless Finale, it's well, I have- Mars for... I have, no, one, on. I have one complaint. Well, triplet. Yeah. But at, l- at least he died for a good cause. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get over it someday. Uh, yeah, someday. And let's let's see what happens on Mars third when we come back for the podcast. And she's like, nope, still not over it. Why didn't triplet come back? And then we will be <laughs> ages of triplet. There you go. And now you see how I feel with Bakshi. <laughs> I never said I didn't understand how you feel with Bakshi. I created an oh, army I, well, I'm, I'm, for Coulson. I, I mean, come on. We, we are going through the stages of grief here on the Helicarrier I'm, podcast. I'm, at, I'm still at anger. <laughs> I'm still, I wonder what Nico thought about that. Dan, have you talked to Nico since I have yesterday? not talked to him since this aired, no. I think, I think he was probably like, 
What he the was hell? pretty fired up about this episode. Keith's yeah, well, I, I don't blame this. him. I don't blame. I, I think well, Nico has always been one of the big supporters of the show, from what I, from what I've heard and seen when I talked to him about Shield. Uh, I may ask him at some point, but um, he could. But guy, keep believing in it. So there you go. Wait, you were you were starting you were starting to not believe in it. Well, are you not, are you not a believer? Are you not a believer? No, I'm a true believer, Andy. <laughs> Now Stanley is just he's on his way saying, you know, copyright infringement. I should be in the podcast as a camp. It's Stanley if, you, Stanley, if you ever want to cameo on this podcast, look, you can freaking take my spot if you want to and just leave the show. Uh, make, that's completely fine. But it's time to, you know, that's our discussion. We love the finale. We can't wait for the show to come back. Uh, but in the meantime, we will have Adrian Carter. But before... Because there's no spoiler section this week. We we don't have the, the, the promo wasn't in any new footage at all for Shield, uh, and there's no synopsis. There's nothing, um, but we will keep you all. We all are you know everything that will come out about Shield for for the second half of the season. Keep, stay tuned um, to healthcarepodcast.com. But Nikki, Nikki's going to read us two emails, and I know we had a lot of tw- tweets last night, but for the first time in a long time, we actually had a lot of emails, so we can't, we're sadly just, you know, not sadly, but we're definitely going to spend more time to the emails this week, because we don't get that a lot of time sometimes. But just, but keep tweeting, though, we appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, of course, don't stop tweeting, don't stop believing either, but especially don't stop tweeting, that's a good, that's a good sequel song. Don't hey, stop Bernie, tweeting. I have a song for you. Oh no! Please no! I don't like Journey. Go, he's only get Journey. Okay. Please don't, en- please don't encourage Journey. Uh, <laughs> okay, so what? Um, the emails. Um, let's. Uh, we have two emails, two very long emails, but you know, hey, we're happy to, we're happy to comply. <laughs> okay, this first email is from Sierra Joseph, and she writes, "Dear Shield Helicarrier Team." So the winter finale ended about forty-five minutes ago. It took that long to process what actually happened. Okay, before I start a nice little rant, may I make one thing very clear? I absolutely love this show. It's my favorite, hands down. So a few things to chat about. Sky's dad. We all know the guy's a psychopath, but he seriously cares about Sky. His little speech was quite cute if you took away the whole kidnapping and creepy killer parts. Uh, but then he attacks Colson, and I just go, well, it looks like that just took a turn for the worst. Yeah, I didn't like that either. <laughs> Uh, Sky's actual name, Daisy, Daisy, Daisy. I waited for like four weeks to find out her real name is Daisy. Don't get me wrong, it's perfectly <laughs> fine name, but I thought her real name was going to be something beautiful and alienish. Uh, Sky shooting Ward. Holy frig, she shot him. Yes. Uh, like with an actual gun that could have killed him. I guess she's over him. <laughs> To be honest, I really, I didn't really want Ward to die for whatever reason. But man, what a surprise! I don't th- personally, I don't think he's dead. That's just me. I, you know, I think he's gonna be fine, and he deserved it. Uh, Hunter and Bobby. So, so they have a whole on again, off again thing going on. I think they're cute, but I don't know how that will play out. Um, Hawkeye. What? Uh, Bobby's secret. <laughs> Bobby's secret plan. So she has some sort of secret plan. She has a hard drive with info on it, and Hunter knows about it, and Mac knew about it. Is she Hydra? If she ends up being some kind of triple agent, so help me. Like Avengers. <laughs> I, no, I'm, I'm serious. No, why, I'm, not? why not? I, I think that it might hold some evidence of some of her less than shieldy 
moments in Shield. Or um, maybe what makes them not trust Sky now that she has superpowers. Maybe. But they didn't know that was going to happen. No, Mac. but it's changed the plan. Yeah. Okay, continue the email. Mac. I was hoping he wasn't dead, but I wasn't hoping he was like that. Some black eyed zombie drone thing. Honestly, it broke my heart. And now we don't know if he's okay, cured, sick, dead. Fitzsimmons, I thought this ship had sunk, but no, it sails on. I don't know if there will be a romantic relationship but there, but I just want them to be better. Fitz seems to be doing better ever since Simmons got back, and my heart is melting. I did love that they had their dynamic back, too, so I agree with her. Raina, well, she is determined. I will give her that. But at the end of the day, is she okay? Did she transform like Sky? Well, she transformed for sure. Transformation. When Sky's dad mentioned the whole transformation thing, I thought it was going to be some kind of torturous process. But if the end sequence was Sky transforming, I'm a little relieved. It looked okay and downright majestic. Those effects. But I like majestic. I like. Sorry for interrupting, but I majestic. like the majestic. It was majestic. I. I was trying to. Yeah. Arched to her word. back, and all this stuff came flying off of her. It was so superhero. Okay, go on. These effects were amazing. I was holding my breath. But did Raina transform or was she not the same as Sky or not strong enough? Well, she transformed. Trip. Antoine Trip Triplet. I cried so hard. All he was trying to do was save Sky, but that put him in danger. And now we can presume he's dead. Well, we know he's dead. We saw him turn to stone and then kind of fall apart. And then we all fell apart. Mm-hmm. Whitehall. So he got shot too, but is he dead? I have a feeling that those special organs and blood from Sky's mother may prevent him from an immediate death. Boy, I hope I'm wrong. A second obelisk. How about no, 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 no. Why must you do this to me? And why does a guy with no eyes have it? Is there even more of them? I'm dead. So those are my initial thoughts on tonight's episode. Again, I love the show and it was amazing, but it has me crazy emotional. You guys are great at cliffhangers. One last thought. I cannot wait until March to see what happens. Wait, are we great at cliffhangers? Wait, what cliffhangers? No, I think she means the show. But she said you guys. Okay, no, I'm just kidding. Um, Great okay. email. Great email. Yes, Next thank one. Thank you, Sierra. This is from Morgan from at I am Morgan underscore M on Twitter. And he says, Hi, Andy, Nikki, and Dan. Just going to start by saying, Hail Marvel, because holy hell, that was the best episode of the whole season, if not the entire series thus far. I'm still processing everything because, oh man, intense. But here are some of my thoughts on a few main points of awesome. One, the scenes between Sky and her father. I want to commend you guys for all your theorizing throughout the season, as well as a lot of the points you made last season, because it's all starting to come together beautifully. The reveal of the doctor's name was so great. Cal. The doctor is Mr. Hyde. He's so calm, and then so angry, and then so calm again. Cal McLaughlin is so good at being creepy. He was fantastic. Also, Daisy. You guys are so right in making the prediction that Sky was like to be Daisy Johnson. It just fits too well. And good on Marvel for making it a likely assumption that viewers could theorize about without it being overly obvious. This is a perfect example of Marvel Studios creating some of the most well-thought-out stories that clearly have, have had a set path from day one. Two, the dad-off. Pretty much a moment we've been waiting for since Sky's bio dad first arrived on the scene. Definitely a great moment to see the two get some of their aggression out. Was it wise of Coulson to shoot Whitehall? I'm still not sure on that one. While I'm glad Whitehall is gone, 
it does present a bit of a problem concerning our newly named Dr. Cal. Obviously, it was a big moment he wanted for himself, finally avenging his wife's death. And then what happens? Coulson shows up to save the day and ends up stealing all the thunder. He was just doing what he felt was right, but I think that might end up coming back to bite him later once the doctor returns. Sky may have run him off for now, but there's definitely still going to be that anger he has towards Coulson. Well, Coulson has an army behind him. We will protect him. Three, Fitzsimmons is Fitzsimmonsing again. I love that it's become a verb. (laughs) Okay. Well, one of the lesser exciting scenes in the episode, the one between Fitz and Simmons while on the bus was my, one of my favorites because they are my favorite characters. Seeing them out of sync was particularly painful. While I ship them pretty hard and would love to see a romantic relationship develop at some point, I'm mostly just happy that there's way less tension between them right now, and they can at least go back to being best friends and trying to rebuild the kind of relationship they had in season one. While it probably won't ever be quite like that, it's nice to see that they're back on the right track. I agree. Four, Ward. Okay, I've always thought that Ward had his own agenda, and every week I just question my opinion on him. Do I love him again? Do I still hate him? Do I find him extremely intriguing this season? I want to know what Grant Ward is thinking and what his absolute endgame is. He's so tactical and strategic that he's got to have a long-term plan, and I really want to know what it is. Also, his team-up with Magent 33 is going to be interesting. With Whitehall dead, it makes the whole happy-to-comply thing put into question. Will the brainwashing still hold? Who are you supposed to be loyal to if something happens to the guy in charge? Can't wait to see how this one plays out. I'm also wondering what it will do to Bakshi once he's out of his coma. I will will be happy to take care of him if he needs to. And finally, the obelisk. The last ten minutes of crazy. I guess Raina finally found out what they've become. Perfect episode title, by the way, as it really brings things full circle. The obelisk revealing what looked to be Terrigen crystals was that, oh my god, yes, moment of all of the theorizing finally became a little more canon. We see Sky go through the change her father was talking about, and holy crap, the special effects are really awesome in that scene. I'm so curious now on who exactly Raina is going to end up being. Is she going to turn more into Raina from the comics, or are they going to take her character in a completely different direction? So many questions. I'm glad Max seems to be okay, but oh my god, no triplet. Why? That was so freaking heartbreaking. Trip was a character I was pretty distrustful of when he first showed up last season, but I really grew to love him. That moment was even worse than last week when we thought Mac might be dead because I think it's pretty clear Trip's gone. Unless he somehow gets affected by the crystals in a different way and the scene was just cut too short for us to see what happens to him. We didn't see his entire body disintegrate. And I think that kind of fits with the whole no body, no death rule. (laughs) Most likely he's dead. Super sad face. But who knows what they're going to do when the second half of the season begins. So many feels with this episode. All I can say now is thank you, Marvel, for not disappointing and for showing that you've had a plan and all we had to do is be patient and it would pay off. And oh man, did it pay off. Thanks for being awesome, guys. Can't wait to hear what you have to say about the mid-season finale, and I can't wait to see what happens when the show comes back in March. Hail the Helicarrier. Oh, hell yeah, baby! Hail the Helicarrier! Oh, by the way, there's a part that I actually forgot to include in the email, in in the document, I mean. Let me read it, because there's a very nice um, piece for all three of us here. So let me just read it for a second. Um, 
I would also just really like quickly like to thank you, Free, for all the hard work you put into the podcast and live tweeting interacting with the cast, crew, and fans. I found the podcast for Twitter a few weeks ago, and I've been hooked over ever since then. I've been wanting to do a season one rewatch for a long time, mostly to see if there were any signs that Ward could, would betray us. There are. And after downloading all of the podcast episodes, it's been so nice to rewatch a few episodes and then listen to e- each podcast review and hear all of the fears you guys were coming up with last season. They were all so intricate and well thought out, and seeing some of them come true now is just the coolest thing. The podcast has also taught me a, a lot about the comics and how it all transferred to the show and the entire MCU and has also made me want to read a lot of the comics and do research on all the things from Marvel that I was less knowledgeable about. You guys always have such thought-provoking discussions and, e- and even when you do go off on tangent or jump around from topic to topic, moments like that are what makes the podcast fun. You guys have a, g- a great dynamic. It's like your your own secret shield team. We are, <laughs> but we are. Uh, oh, secret? that was okay. Okay, th- okay, that was just, that was a little mushiness for you. But really, thank you for being awesome, guys. Uh, can't wait to hear what you had to say about okay and so on. Um, Morgan, those who was I that actually, from? That was from Morgan. Oh. I, I I forgot to put it in in the email for some reason because it was a long email and i said that it's you know we're gonna cut some of it yeah. but you know you know what we have time and you know it's our mid-season finale so whatever can i read it but can i read a tweet that we got that i got one tweet because then we have to wrap it okay. up okay uh last well, thank night, you morgan I, for the nice comments thank you morgan we love that you. was really I, I will i will comment on that after nikki reads her tweet um this is just one tweet and it was when i said i love my bj brit and I got a tweet back from him. And it says, I love you back. I just wanted to share. <laughs> nice. Okay. He loves me. <laughs> okay. Yeah, well, well, Simon loves me too. <laughs> Simon loves all of us. Well, I. But BJ loves I'm... me. BJ, Simon loves me too. BJ, hey, BJ said he loves, he loves me too. I have like three tweets of that. Uh huh. It's Nikki and I. We have this like friendly like tweet off like to see who get, gets the most low. I'm, it's it's all f- fun and chic. But you know, to to, to comment what Morgan said, um, you know, we you know like we know that sometimes we do get a little bit too goofy and a little bit too off the head. I know that. <laughs> I'm not gonna say by person, but I know that someone uh, think that sometimes I'm a little bit too flamboyant on air. And hey. I'm openly bisexual, so I have every right to be that. But no, but in all seriousness, we—if you've been here since, since season one—and you know Dan and Nikki, you know perfectly what I'm, what I'm about to mention and reference to. You know, we had a bumpy start because you know we we lost a host for the show because he couldn't do it anymore, and then you know we had to go back and we're trying to decide what are we gonna do, and then you know then Dan and I we just started hosting the show together, and from there it just it went so well people were listening they were tuning in we got more followers on twitter and more responses and more interactions and the cast started interacting a lot a lot too and then you know we you know nikki was so um was so um you know it was an honor for us to have her on it for a few episodes yep. and guess and then i just remember you know like i said i saw i told her hey nikki hang up for two minutes i will be back right right be right back and i said to dad hey how about we make her a, a full call he said uh, nikki that was just like okay uh, and th- and that is usually not like not that short where he just he usually he says you know oh that sounds like, like a perfect idea he was just like okay let's do it uh, well, we were getting uh, such good emails from yes yeah, so it's like yeah well if, um exactly is you know, uh, sent from my iPhone for s because I'm awesome that way yes 
I still keep thinking that she's always studying like that. But you know, but go to go back to my point. Um, it was not. This is my first full podcast. This is like you know, if I if if I was a mother and oh lord, this is, that's a that's a horrible side. But if I was a mother and I had a kid, this was this would be my first one. This is one I'm very protective of, and um, you know, yes, I know that sometimes I get, you know. I, I get I get to the point where I am and stuff like that, but this is just fun for us free and you know if you have complaints, well, you can just go jump up, up, up a bridge like the rest of the uh, the other those other shield haters, um because I you know I really don't care about haters. Uh, we will do the show the way we do it, and you know you know what a lot of people have come out and said that they really like our structure and format and the fact that we're it's a conversation. Right. It's not um. Like you know, a strict review. We're actually having fun. Where we, you know, we can make jokes about you know Andy having this obsession. I mean, you know, this, this, uh, this love for Simon Casinanos and Bakshi, and uh, you know, Nikki has you know her love for for Triplet and and Hunter and Mac and Hunter and ha- and Hunter <laughs> and Mac. Yeah, but especially they- Coulson. Yes, yeah, Bobby way. is and Bobby and Bobby isn't in even the top three of, of that list, so that's shocking. But and Dan, you know, he Dan is a huge Marvel lo- lover. He yeah. loves like he, you know, he's made calls on the tiniest things that even I didn't know. But I remember make, making a point to him last season where he remembered the whole Punisher Easter egg we had the, a few yes. weeks ago, and he called it a whole year ago. I said, no, they're not gonna do that. And what happens? Oh, Sky happens to be friends with Punisher's hacker and. So it's like we love doing the show, you guys, and uh, yeah. you know, and look, that, you know, Dan and I, we do, you know, Dan and I and Nikki, we all do multiple podcasts and so. But this is the one that we always have. You know, we get together and we just have a blast because we're just talking about a show. And hey, you guys just happen to get to listen to it on, you know, iTunes and HealthcarePodcast.com and so on and Stitcher. So, to me, you know, from us to all of you, and it's, this sounds like like a good farewell you know, goodbye message, but look, you know, we're, we're not leaving anywhere, you know, we're not going anywhere, but we just want to point out that we, we really have fun talking about this show, yeah. we really have fun talking yeah. to each yeah. other about Age of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, like, you know, look, even though we're supposed to podcast the next day after the show is aired, Nikki and I, we will be texting each other for hours and talking about the show, like, you know, before, and then realizing, okay, maybe we should save some of this <laughs> till we get on air, and uh, and I always want to call Dan and say, Dad, did you see this? And you know he, you know he never picks up because he's probably like geeking out like we are. And yes. <laughs> so it's like you know from the bottom of our hearts, we appreciate all the support and uh, and we you know and definitely we you know we love the support we get from you guys on Twitter and stuff like that. You know you know hey if you happen to have time, just go to iTunes and let other people know because you know not everyone is on Facebook or Twitter and not everyone knows that we exist so if you go to iTunes and Stitcher Radio and rate, subscribe, review us and let other people know what they think we would really appreciate that and um, but look we love Helicare Podcast it's our you know it's 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 one of the highlights of my week it's our uh, Lola. it's our it's our Lola I'm not and oh, I'm on I'm the only one who gets to fly the helicarrier and um i know dan tried to but we almost uh, crashed into the um uh, the triskelion and then you know everything went oh wait that was winter soldier what up yeah that was and good there was a good that, day for us yeah, yeah oh my god oh, nick fury was so angry like he took off his eye patch and it made me look into the eye <laughs> and then he said comply this you mother effing 
beep, 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 beep. And I said, I'm not complying to that. I, I'm running the hell out way from here. But uh, no, but seriously, we're, gonna, we're actually going to wrap up because we, you know, we want to get this episode posted for you guys. So thank you so much. Yeah, for thank having you, everybody. Thank yeah. you guys, you're awesome. And uh, we, you know, like I said, there's no spoilers. We don't have we don't have any information. Uh, there's no point of, of you know playing uh, an Agent Carter promo on air right now. So um, next week, however, we have a little announcement for you guys. Next week, I'm going to be joined by two very special people for a roundtable discussion. This that will be our Christmas episode. Uh, we're going to do a roundtable discussion about the second half of... Sh- uh, this is, that's the second half. The first half of S.H.I.E.L.D.'s second season. Uh, we're going to be joined by T- Terry Swartz from Sabotoid.com. Great guys to support us um, you know, with link sharing and stuff like that. And we're also going to be joined by Kayla from uh, the amazing uh, Ace of S.H.I.E.L.D. after show over at the Stream TV. And we're going to be talking about the first half of this season talk about predictions and our highlights and you know if we had any any ups and downs with the show probably more ups than downs but uh and we're gonna have so much fun with it and that will be released on uh, if everything goes according according to plan it will be released released next wednesday and uh and uh and then you know dan nikki and i will be back for helicarrier adrian carter podcast and in starting in January, we, you know, it will still be the same feed. So keep subscribed to the Across the Airways feeds and the, the Helicarrier feed. We may get a new logo. We may even have a new theme song. But uh, but stay on this on these feeds. Um, same website, same Twitter account, same bad channel. No, no, okay. Um, I had to do same Shield channel. <laughs> but um, but yeah, but. So, you know, stay tuned on the Twitter page. And guys, come and join us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Helicarrier Podcast. Get more active. I know we had we recently had a huge like growth on that Facebook page. But we need more, you know, like our posts, comment on the things we post and so on. So we can interact with you guys. Because we, you know, we're, you know, we're fans. You're fans. We love S.H.I.E.L.D. You love S.H.I.E.L.D. We want to talk about S.H.I.E.L.D. with you guys. So Facebook, Twitter, emails your way and make sure to check out acrosstheirs.com for the, um, the main ATA po- uh, podcast as well as DC Nation podcast. I know Dan and Nick are going to record a huge episode this weekend because yes. all finales are airing this week for DC Television aside from Gotham because that aired like two weeks ago and uh, you can also check out Nikki's Agent Colson Army Tumblr at um, Agent Colson um, Agent Colson Colson's Army uh, Tumblr.com and uh, yeah, at Shield Radio, at Across Airways, and at iHeartColson. And I'm going to be resting my voice and my eyes and my body for the next 72 hours or whatnot because I am exhausted. So for for our um, network host, uh, Nico Reifstag, I'm Andy Babacht. I'm Nikki Amy. And I'm Dan Schmidt. <laughs> and we will see you next time on The Hell Carrier.